Welcome to episode 53 of the BizTalk with Bill Roy podcast. Our goal is to provide you each week with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that make up Wichita's important business community. We thank you for listening, and thank you very much if you're a subscriber as well. There's more to Envision than meets the eye. It's not just a place that helps those with low or no vision. It's also a manufacturing company has made a big acquisition recently. Envision CEO Michael Monteferrati is here. He'll fill us in on all that's going on at Envision and what might be coming up in the future. First, a note about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. What does the office of the future look like? Well, the folks back at headquarters helped put together a package including examples from around the country on how companies are creating new office spaces. Many of them are modifying to meet the expectations of their younger and future employees, the millennials. We've seen examples of that in Wichita, and we feature those examples in our big story of the week, page 10. Check out our next installment of Wichita as a great place to start a business. This week, we talked to a young entrepreneur about his experience, page 7. This week, we spend 10 minutes with Mike Mathia, founder of Knox Incorporated. His company just announced Alice which he says is a chance to change the hiring process for companies. Page 19. Check out our top 25 list this week, Chambers of Commerce in the Wichita area, page 8. Our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. We can help with business leads. So each week we list new lawsuits, new corporations, real estate deals, who owes federal and state taxes, bankruptcies, and building permits. This week it starts on page 15. Back with Michael Monteferrati in a moment. Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Michael Monteferrati has been CEO at Envision for five years now. He started his work there New Year's Day of 2013. We'll have Michael fill us in on his career before then. Envision is a nonprofit organization that provides services and employment opportunities to those with low or no vision. Michael will provide us with some more detail on that as well. Envision also operates a radio station, has been honored in several of our programs, including Leaders in Diversity, Best Places to Work, Innovation Awards, and Best in Business. Michael, welcome. Great, Bill. Thank you. It's good to be here today. Glad you're here. Tell us about your career. Where did you start out? I started out in Boise, Idaho, and uh, with a company called Morrison Knutson. I graduated from Boise State on a Saturday and went with Morrison Knutson into New York on that next week and in the subway car and locomotive business. And from there, uh, eventually uh, wound up in Wichita, Kansas in 2003 as the CEO of Optima Bus, right. which is in the same industry as transit cars, the same same deal with uh, transit authorities. And then we sold Optima Bus to Cerberus Capital in 2006. And then I worked with Gary O'Borney uh, at Occidental Management for close to four years. And then the company that owned Optima Bus had an opportunity down in Dallas, Texas, in terms of a food company that needed to be uh, turned around and revitalized. And so I moved to Dallas uh, for three years to do that and then came back as you mentioned in 2013 for the opportunity to manage Envision which I had been a board member for uh, since 2005. Did you always want to be the head guy? 
you always wanted to be the president or CEO? No, I didn't um, really think much about being the CEO of any company until the first opportunity for a CEO came up. Right. But since I've become a CEO, yes, that's been a lot of fun since then. <laughs> when you're downtown and you see those trolleys go by, the queue line, what goes through your mind? A lot. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of passion, first of all, because it's absolutely the best trolley in North America. It's in 165 cities. Right. And I read last week where they're looking at retiring those vehicles uh, and coming in with a new type of trolley, and they don't make those trolleys anymore. Right. So I'm very interesting to see what the city of Wichita plans on doing with the queue line in the next generation. Of course, your company, Optima Bus, made the first trolleys. And uh, there was a time when I was in Charlotte, that's where our corporate headquarters is. And we were downtown looking for a place to eat one evening, and there goes a trolley, and I look up, and there it is, Optima Bus Company. So. Bring us up to speed on your hiring at Envision. What was that process like? Yes. Um, you know, as a board member, I was recruited for the manufacturing piece of, of what Envision does, which is vast. And um, they had contacted me while I was in Dallas, and they had some uh, uh, a movement within the organization that they wanted to settle down and uh, they, they had some expansion thoughts and so forth and had contacted me earlier on and it was too soon for me to have the opportunity to, to come back. Uh, we were still very much involved with the food company. But as we uh, prepared it for sale, the timing was right and uh, I got a call from a couple of the board members to be a candidate for the opportunity, which uh, I took advantage of and uh, interviewed on. And, and it worked out to where uh, I was the right person for the job, according to the board of directors. Right. So uh, it, was, it was a thrill to have the opportunity to come back to Wichita, number one, and to manage Envision, number two, which I'd had a, a passion for as a community volunteer. Any hesitation in coming back to Wichita? None. None. I enjoyed it. I've got a great group of friends here uh, and a great group of professional friends also that I really enjoyed. And... I do believe in the evolution of what's happening in Envision and, uh, and in Wichita, and uh, I thought it would be a great dual opportunity to, uh, to not only help lead Envision, but to also have an impact on the Wichita community. When people ask you what in Envision is, what do you tell them? It's really not a simple answer. Yeah, it's not. A lot of people think that in Wichita, you know, in this area here, that Envision is a charity of sorts. and. Uh, it, it really isn't. It's a it's a not-for-profit organization that doesn't distribute its profits to shareholders. Right. Another uh, than that, it's a very thriving manufacturing service organization. So how I describe it to people is it's a business for the blind and visually impaired. But it's obviously uh, an opportunity for them to get work experience, to uh, probably get experience that they wouldn't be able to get anywhere else because of all the, all the things that Envision does. Talk about manufacturing side of it and uh, what all Envision manufactures. Yes, uh, the, the core of Envision is a manufacturer, and uh, we make 65% of all the plastic bags used globally by the United States military, which equates to over 3 million plastic bags a day that are made at Envision. We're the number two producer of business cards for the federal government. So we're making two and a half business cards a month 
at Envision to all the different departments of the federal government. So plastic bags and business cards, uh, you know, and print business is the core. But we also make uh, rifle straps uh, for the United States uh, military harnesses. We also make reflective belts uh, for the uh, military. So we're very military-based from a manufacturing standpoint, but we've also branched out into commercial products also. So from a manufacturing standpoint, you know, that's what we do in Wichita. Then we also uh, operate 16 military supply stores um, in 10 states. So like Fort Riley, Fort Leavenworth, and McConnell, for instance, has Envision Express stores where the individuals on the base can procure basically anything in the area of um, business products, clothing, boots, and so forth. So it's not the commissary, right. but it's the other side of the house that uh, individuals from the base, and it's a thriving business. It's you know probably 40% of what Envision is, is our military supply operations on the installations. Other products Envision makes? Yeah, so we've also went through a, a host of different products. We were in the pet business right. for a while. And um, we've uh, made uh, reflective collars and leashes uh, along the way. We also have some other uh, hygiene products that we make, uh, decompostable bags. Uh, We also make insect repellent bags. And we're on Costco.com for some of those commercial products. Describe how those two sides of your nonprofit organization sort of mesh. Uh, yes. You have the manufacturing side, and you also help people with low or no vision. That's right. But that those two come together, don't they? They sure do. Very, very important. And uh, what we do is with the profitability of the, the manufacturing areas, what we then is convert those profits into providing services at our Main Street facility. So the manufacturing is on our Water Street facility, and our mission-based service enterprise is on Main Street, 610 North Main. And there we have an early child development center where we uh, uh, coexist uh, children with both vision problems and typically sighted from zero to four and a half. Then on the second floor, we have a rehabilitation floor. Uh, we we uh, treat people with various degrees of macular degeneration regardless of their ability to pay. And on the third floor, we have the Vision Research Institute, which is staffed from PhD fellows from throughout the world that work on various macular degenerational issues and uh, opportunities and products uh, that will eventually potentially be made at the manufacturing operation. That so part of it of is science. really unique to Envision, yes. isn't it? Absolutely. It was something that we created. We opened that up about two years ago. And then the newest endeavor will be opening up June the 7th, which is the Workforce Innovation Center, which is uh, migrating the opportunities for individuals that are blind and visually impaired to professional-type jobs, where we will train and educate them, then we'll place them, and then we'll go into the workplace and teach inclusive uh, work habits and accessible work habits so they have the highest chance of achievement and success. And so we're very excited. So when you combine all of this together, it does truly make Envision unique. That last part is really interesting, the workforce development. Talk about what part the local business community might play in that going forward. Yes, uh, we're very, very excited about uh, the local business opportunity because this is a chance to where 
the the local businesses will have an opportunity to work with Envision in terms of some of the needs that they have and and uh, employment opportunities they have, and we'll be able to custom uh, train individuals for the workplace. One of the uh, the real cool things that we're starting off with almost right away is a call center training situation and call centers have a high turnover rate but usually individuals are blind and visually impaired when they get employed they like to stay so we have a chance to change the entire call center metric in terms of employee turnover by training blind visually impaired people for not only the local workforce here Mm -hmm. but throughout the country talk a little bit more about the radio station they may be surprised to hear that envision has a radio station and that provides opportunities as well Yes. Um, a few years ago, uh, Envision bought Q92, a 100,000-watt uh, uh, radio station, and it's beaming out of uh, Main Street right now. And we had the, actually the opportunity uh, to work with uh, Christopher Miller mm-hmm. now, uh, who owns uh, – you know, over 25 stations in six states. So we've kind of merged that radio station now with uh, Christopher Miller's operation. And what we had is that we were hiring BVI people on the radio station. We had uh, BVI messaging going out in regards to Envision. And we had a broadcast academy, the Envision Broadcast Academy. And through this merger, Christopher Miller has allowed our BVI people to be uh, remain employed. Uh, we are now in five states uh, in over 25 stations in terms of our messaging, and they are helping now sponsor the Envision Broadcast Academy. So it's to the best of both worlds, and we're training individuals that have a desire for broadcasting, and it's fantastic. Our inaugural camp was last year. We had 18 kids, and uh, we're expecting to be in the mid-20s this summer. So it's outstanding. What sorts of responsibilities do they have around the radio station? I would imagine it runs the gamut. Yes. So what they do is they basically uh, train for and then produce their own radio show. And so then on that Friday evening, at the end of the first week, they actually uh, broadcast, produce and broadcast their own show throughout not only the state of Kansas, but also into those other markets. And so they really do learn the, the art of what it takes to produce a show and, uh, and write a show. So it's pretty cool. And, and then, of course, the affection that they have for broadcasting just builds from there. And then many of them hope to have an eventual goal of doing what we're doing right now, producing and being on their own show. Right. When you talk about uh, BVI, that's blind and visually impaired yes. uh, folks, uh, talk about a success story that comes to mind. There's got to be a success story. This one person you met and saw them grow and develop and uh, really make it on their own. Do you have a story like that? Absolutely. We've got, um, we've got a host of stories uh, from all, all walks of life. Like, for instance, the latest, the latest one we have is, is Mike May. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike May is a renowned individual, uh, Paralympic gold medalist, world record holder, uh, downhill skiing, and uh, had his own company and so forth, and the former CEO of Seattle Lighthouse and so forth. And when we had the Workforce Innovation Center opportunity uh, come up, boom, we've attracted one of the premier individuals throughout the country with knowledge of creative workforce innovation. Now he lives 
in Wichita, owns a home in Wichita, mm -hmm. and is the leader of that group. Uh, you know, that's from a, uh, a professional standpoint. Um, we have these, these camps that we've had for many years. We're associated with the Delta Gammas and Heather's Camp. Uh, we've got our own uh, Level Up Conference, which used to be an assistive technology camp that we have, where we teach uh, middle school and uh, high school individuals the art of using a computer and the latest apps. We put them through SWOT analysis and uh, resume building, and they uh, interview at the end of the week with a local luminary, luminary in terms of the area that they want to work in. Mm -hmm. And we used to call those mock interviews until the kids started getting jobs and internships. <laughs> so we've dropped the word mock. Right. And so now we have a host of kids that have come through these programs that have now been placed in jobs and individuals who have now ended up working for Envision in a professional job. And so there, there's a host of those type of stories. It's really great in terms of watching you know, kids grow up through the system and either end up working for us or placed into other great opportunities, both in and around Wichita. And go on to successful Absolutely. lives. And oh, yeah. Our AT programs have an 88% of the kids that go through our assistive technology kids go on to college, which is great. Yeah. And at the end of the day, 70% of people who are blind and visually impaired are unemployed. And so we're here to help battle that unbelievably high unemployment rate and train people for viable professional jobs in the future. And people would be surprised to realize, I've seen some of the work at Envision, they'd be surprised to see just exactly how capable these folks are. They can do it all, right? without a doubt. The, the, the technology that's out there right now that you can do, talking technologies like JAWS, uh, amplified logic like uh, magic, it really does allow anyone who's blind, visually impaired to basically do any type of professional job out there. And we're going to uh, focus in on that and, and do well with it. You've been expanding. We appreciate you working with us on the breaking news story recently, the acquisition you made. Tell us about that. Why was it a good fit? How did the deal come about? And what was the process there? Yeah, it's an excellent, it's an excellent opportunity for Envision. And it's an excellent opportunity for North Texas. So the Dallas Lighthouse for the Blind has been around since 1931. And uh, through their migration in history, they've done a lot of great things in the North Texas area. Uh, they had recently went through a strategic planning process and were benchmarking other blind agencies in the country. And it turned out to where, based on their research, that everything that Envision did, it's something that they aspire to want to do. So their CEO came up to Envision and toured the operation and said, wow, this is going to take a lot of time and a lot of money to be able to accomplish. And so at that time, we started talking about the merger of the two operations uh, to accelerate the opportunity in Dallas. So it came about in fairly short order. And now um, we've expanded our opportunities from business cards and plastic bags now into magic markers, injection molding, uh, a huge sewing operation that makes all of the state use uh, uh, construction vests and so forth, and um, expanded our product line and uh, brought on over 90 blind visually impaired people and uh, 
and beautiful facilities in Dallas, and we plan on bringing the same concept that we have in Wichita to Dallas in terms of the services end of the business also. There's 150,000 people in North Texas that are blind, visually impaired, and it's a growing number, and the services in North Texas are not great, as they're not great in the entire state of Kansas. So it's a good thing that we're there. It's a good thing on what we plan to do, and it's a good thing that we're here for Kansans. Other opportunities coming up that uh, we may want to write about uh, with Envision, maybe some other acquisitions in, down the road? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we, we have a, a, a bold strategic plan to continue to serve as many blind, visually impaired people as we can. It's a very underserved market and has been forever. And we want to continue to evolve the technology. We want to continue to evolve our product lines uh, with a goal of sustainability, and uh, which I think should be a concern for all not-for-profits right. in terms of looking at the next 20 to 30 years as fast as everything's evolving around us. Mm -hmm. And so we want to stay ahead of that and uh, stay current, all with an eye on long-term sustainability for our services for those that need us. So with that, we'll certainly will come more opportunity. More to come from Envision. CEO Michael Montferrati, thank you very much for spending some time with us here on the podcast. We appreciate it and great work over there. And we look forward to uh, writing some more about you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Bill. Good being here today. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 53. Hard to believe we've been doing this for a year. We publish a new episode every week. You can see the others at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. We've had listeners from Japan and the UK. Thank you. We see you out there. If you have ideas for guests you'd like to hear from, please let me know. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.